Okay, quick. Name an Argentine star who plays for FC Cincinnati. Let me guess. You chose Lucho Acosta. That's an understandable choice, given the 29-year-old attacking midfielder is the odds-on favorite to take home this year's MLS MVP award after leading the Shield winners in goals and assists during the regular season. But Acosta isn't the only Argentine star responsible for his team's success in 2023. Plenty of credit has to go to one of Acosta's countrymen, Alvaro Barreal. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Backfield Show. My name is Joe Lowry, and on today's episode, we're diving into Alvaro Barreal as part of a series we're going to be doing throughout the postseason, diving into some of the key figures in the MLS Cup playoffs. So today we're digging into Barreal, how he went from afterthought to superstar for FC Cincinnati, and how he powers the best team in MLS on the field. So we'll chat all about Barreal position change, Cincinnati's rise, his on-field attributes. We'll talk about all that stuff in less than 10 minutes because here on the Backfield Show, it's just what we do. So without any further ado, let's get to it and talk soccer. In Cincinnati's first playoff game in 2023, that was a 3-0 win over the New York Red Bulls. We talked about that on the show earlier this week. Barrio scored two goals from the left wing back spot. They were both lovely goals. But pulling strings in the attack isn't just a skill Barrio unearthed in the postseason. The 23-year-old scored five goals in the regular season, which put him tied for the lead among MLS outside backs. And he led that same group of players in expected assists and key passes, according to American Soccer Analysis. He moves up and down the left wing, pops up in midfield, and is more involved in the attack than virtually any other outside defender in Major League Soccer. European suitors are swirling, which means Barrial's last spell for Cincinnati might be MLS Cup should they make it that far. So what makes Barrial so special? And how did he get to be so important for FC Cincinnati? Well, Barrial is a game changer now, but it wasn't always that way. When Cincinnati signed Barrial under former general manager Gerard Nijkamp back in September of 2020, Cincinnati was in the middle of a wooden spoon streak. After finishing last in the league in their expansion season in 2019, they finished at the bottom with Barrial on the books in 2020, and then again on the bottom in 2021. There was no clear identity, and there was a clear talent gap. Cincinnati needed Barrial to provide a spark as a 20-year-old back when they first signed him, and he was tasked, Barrial, with doing it as part of the front line. He was specifically called out as a winger in Cincinnati's press release announcing the signing after playing on the wing for Velez Sarsfield in Argentina. It was supposed to be a natural transition on the field, with positional similarities easing an otherwise difficult move to a new team in a new country in the middle of a pandemic. It did not turn out that way, though. Barrial scored just three goals in the regular season from his MLS debut in 2020, to the end of the following season in 2021. That year in 2021, he struggled to score goals. He struggled to create chances. He was playing plenty of minutes, but Barrio was not changing games for a team that desperately needed him to. And while the young attacker was struggling, things were starting to change around him. Chris Albright was hired as FC Cincinnati's new general manager in October of 2021, and Pat Noonan was hired as the team's head coach in December of that same year. So to recap, at this point, Barreal is not playing well. He's in a new team in a new country that's not playing well either. And now he's got a new set of bosses, ones who came from the Philadelphia Union, a team that is now well known for ditching wingers altogether. Barreal's future at this point is cloudy at best. But then 
Then comes the most important moment of Barrial's career. In 2022, Pat Noonan transitioned him from being a winger to being a left wing back. Now, it wasn't a massive positional shift, at least on the attacking side. I mean, one team's wingers might play in the exact same spaces as another team's wingbacks, depending on the tactical approach. Still, Barrio was struggling to be a primary attacking option as a winger. He needed more support. He needed a new role. And yeah, some of Barrio's issues stem from Cincinnati's lack of quality in their first few years in the league. But even accounting for the team's issues, he was not goal dangerous and he was not dangerous on the dribble either. According to FBRF, Barrio finished in just the ninth percentile in dribbling efficiency among his positional peers in 2021. So when Pat Noonan moved him deeper and put more talent and an actual game plan around Barrio and around every player in that squad, Noonan allowed Barrio to play to his strengths. Instead of having to beat an opponent as part of Cincinnati's first attacking wave, the defender now could take a more reserved approach. With an excellent left foot and top-notch vision, Barrio could combine with his teammates and thread passes forward into the attack. He didn't have to break the door down anymore. Under Pat Noonan, Barrio could pick the lock. And you see this when you go through and look at the tape from 2021. It's a lot of Barrio isolated on the wing high up the field, trying to beat someone 1v1 and failing, not getting into the box and not scoring goals. And then in 2022, that's last season, he starts to get the ball deeper. He starts to play a bigger role in buildup. He starts to thread passes forward. He starts to do the stuff that we see Barrio do today. And all of a sudden, Barrio had transformed then from a below average winger to a dynamic threatening wingback, one that Cincinnati took care, by the way, to sign to a new contract earlier this year. Since making his first start at wingback under Pat Noonan a handful of games into 2022, Barrio has only grown into his new role. Playing on the left side of Cincinnati's 3-4-1-2 shape, the 23-year-old has a ton of freedom to find and influence the game in possession. Both his touches and expected assists per 90 rose steadily from 2021, that's his last year as a winger, to last season, his first playing mostly as a wingback, to this season, which has been his true breakout year. In this year's regular season, Barrio put up some crazy numbers. As a wingback, he finished sixth in expected assists in all of Major League Soccer, well above any other defenders, and only behind Thiago Almada, Acosta, and a few other elite attackers. According to ASA, Barrio also finished first among wingbacks in expected goals this year. Again, tweaking his role just slightly has unlocked Barrio. Opposing defenders never know exactly how to defend against him. His background playing higher and on both sides of the field as a winger bleeds into his playing style. It helps make Barrio an incredibly versatile playmaker for Cincinnati. He's comfortable swinging in a pinpoint cross from the wing with either foot, and he's comfortable tucking into the half spaces or even further into the middle to play some quick, incisive passes. Red Bulls fans, unfortunately for them, got a glimpse of that in the first game of their series over the weekend. Barrio's versatility in terms of his positioning, his movement, and his playmaking is what makes him such an effective attacking presence from the left wing back position. And he's still developing defensively and is probably never going to be perfect against the ball, but he can hit almost any pass from almost anywhere. In a soccer landscape, now that's dominated by elite teams that value fluidity and technical ability from their outside backs, it's no wonder that high-level European clubs have started to circle around the young wingback. It's also no wonder that Cincinnati have had so much success this season with Acosta and Barrial combining, interchanging on that left side and taking over games for Noonan's squad. Barrial might not be the first Argentine on FC Cincinnati's team sheet, but make no mistake, he's a star too. 
That's it for this episode of the Backheel Show. If you enjoyed, go check out backheel.com for a ton more American soccer coverage, or you can scroll up and down here in the Backheel Show feed for more. For now, we'll talk to you again real soon.